top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. He was coming out hot for that word. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get. That is I. That is us. Yeah, man. Episode ninety nine. We are in here. Ninety nine. Mm hmm. Um, ninety nine two thousand. Shout out to Waddy in the building. Waddy J. You'll you'll be hearing. We gotta get him. Uh, we can't get him. Mike, so we got four. That's out of the budget. Four. Sorry, yeah. not in the budget. So if you got something to say with purpose, you can share with Sean. You, you need to like lean over. His I'm, gonna, I'm gonna set up two solo cups in the street for him. To the mic. <laughs> can, got you right here. You can Oh man, got the splitter. That's how you know we cheap. Ninety-nine episodes in, we can't get another one. Oh shit, tripping. Yeah, man. We here, man. One, one more episode to one hundred. One more, and and I think if all goes according to plan, on, on episode one hundred, we'll have um, an announcement to make for everybody. Um, we gonna yeah. do something special. I don't know. We, we don't know yet. We'll no, talk we, about we it. We talked about it yeah. last. Well, we, I mean, I know that, but I'm oh, saying okay, as far as the that the actual uh, episode itself. Yeah, but yeah, we're here and um, off the rip. In order to earn a hundred million dollars. Your birth month plus your birth date. Oh, we have going. to record a number one hit. We're going straight there. Will you make it? DJ City posted this and they listed a bunch of names uh, in the months and a bunch of names in 31 days. Let's start with you, bro. Let's not you, start you with me. You got a hit? I got the... No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what no. Got? Okay, first, of all, like, first of all, whoever made, whoever, made, whoever made this fucking list should be shot. Well, huh. <laughs> and, and disrespecting to the month of March. You? <laughs> Look, man, I think you'll be all right. Listen, Billy that's my only if, hope. If, you if, have, she, if Bad Barbie does the hook, we Gucci. But if she has any more to do with any rest of the song, yeah, we can make a producer. Yeah, no, no, she, yeah, Bad Baby, she has to be featured because because in order for you to get close to 100 million, you need Billy Eilish. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like she just got put her on a hook, maybe a couple of ad libs, and then just let Billy just do the whole track. I mean, yeah. Billy alone will. She'll be, yeah, you'll be all right. I'll be mm-hmm. fine, man. You'll be Come rich. On, man. It's okay. Thank, thank you. No, well, <laughs> thank you for. Are, are you getting a cut of Bad Baby's um, OnlyFans posts and when the song goes out? Cause she's on OnlyFans now. Barbie, right? Baby. No, baby. Oh, uh, yeah, the the Italian chick from Yeah, Catch Me Outside field. chick. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, she's raking in a lot of she's money. She's evolved. Yeah. Has she? And she's got a. She's still got a crazy following. I know she does. What the fuck? I mean, that, that's not going to sell records. I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it gets streams. It streams. Yeah. Let's listen to this Look, terrible somebody shit. Somebody likes her. It's going. It's going to get to a certain plateau. It's going. It's going to reach this plateau, and then it's going to be like, "Ah, right, we good." She's, yeah. she's sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're going to hit a hundred million on it though. Sean, how you, you got? Uh, hey, April. M and ASAP. That's that's a song that's already ASAP out. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. It's, How's that do? I, I'm pretty yeah. sure it went number one somewhere. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. What's, a, what's the last time an Eminem track went number one? Though? Somewhere Let's in be Denmark. Or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm gonna jump in with you because I'm obviously Eminem in April, and yeah. then my feature will be, I guess, Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. I think anytime Eminem drops, it's gonna be a top five. With Rocky, I think it's capable of hitting number one. With Kid Cudi, Depends I think on what it's kind capable of, of hitting number one. But even when he puts out that poppy guitar, electric guitar driven white girl on the oh, hook yeah, song, yeah, those those are the smashes. Yeah, those that's, are, that's what I'm saying. Like, but not it, now. Yeah, when's the last time he put something yeah. out like that? Yeah. yeah. Again, know. when's the last time Eminem put a number one track out? It's been a minute. Yeah, 
Uh, I, don't, I don't follow him like that, so I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know. But but I'm just saying it has potential because you put him in the song. I agree. Mickey, who you got? Mickey probably got the Be- best because, one. Because we're being competitive, I would say it's got to go number one within our group. I got Tyler, the creator of Megan Stallion. Oh, you haters. That's the one that makes the most you know sense. Now no, no that we look. set all of ours, mine's is going number one. Like, what the fuck? Uh, hey, no, I'm look, look, look. Eilish, man. For yeah. cool points, yeah, yours that should is be hard. the best. That should be hard, yeah. yeah. I, just I don't, don't know think. if you're beating Eminem and Rocky, Eminem and Cuddy. And these two white girls. Oh, Rails white, white girls. White girls. Rails angels. Come on, baby. Rails angels. Come on, baby. You already know what it is. It's, Fuck with me. It's the whites with the white right. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> My hair marketing is Twitter whites. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. That's cocaina. Rail flipped it. If I get to, listen, if I get to produce the record, it's definitely going number one. Fuck right. that. Right, right, right. I'm not letting him come out on one of them records. I'm, we coming out with something hard. How many number one records you got? Hey, mm, talk to him. In a tuck. You feel me? They come. Shit, they call hits only for nothing. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. They're marinating <laughs> overnight. <laughs> Gotta manifest that shit, man. <laughs> 20 hours. Yeah. Um, before we move on, I wanted to get this out early before our listeners stop listening. So later on, the God damn it! Five minutes in. You get this threshold is a five twenty mark. Five twenty mark. They tune out. They might have just skipped to five. Look at the statistics you got. Uh, DJ City's been feeding me the stats. Mm. No, um, I got a mix, a house mix on rinse and repeat radio. Shout out to Cases. We just had him on a few weeks ago. Yeah, we did. And yeah, it's an all house mix. He's got a really um, a dope uh, mix show on Mixcloud. Once a week, it's a different DJ. Drops thirty minutes set. Cursing is allowed. So, um, so yeah, cursing I'm, is allowed. <laughs> I'm pretty. Uh, I had a fun time putting together this mix. So, you guys get a chance. Go, um, go to Kaze's Mix Cloud. Rinse and repeat radio. When is it release? Or it's already out. It's out today. On today's Wednesday, so it, it's already out by Sorry, the time people listen to it. Sorry, guys. Like being on YouTube and get hit with an ad thirty seconds to the video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. All right, so Facebook and IG was down. Um, who panicked? Not me. That oh, shit was, was fucking hilarious. Because yeah, I'm not one. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I haven't been on Facebook for the last two years. Um, but IG going down. I'm. I'm, and I believe Mickey is too. It, we're heavier on uh, Twitter than any other platform. I'm heavier mm-hmm. everywhere. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got it. I hit it. I got you. 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 And then my, I get a text from my sister. Oh my goodness. Hey guys, just want to let y'all know IG and Facebook is not working. Thanks. Good. <laughs> like, good morning right. to you too. Right, right. Shit, like, what the fuck? Why was she Pre- text? It was pressing exactly. news. It was pressing was news like, for the fam. Yo, we had to know. This just in. I was more upset about that than I was about IG. Right. Uh, Thanks. Big, we, big we know. sis going big sis. Oh man. My but, boy, uh, uh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I mean, you run a business, so like... Oh, God. Yeah. That was a huge lesson learned. I'll get into that, the serious part later. But the funniest thing was, uh, shout out to Gio from Burgers 99, uh, my old roommate. 
he uh, he tweeted. He goes, "People only come to Twitter where there's an earthquake and Instagram is down, exactly. <laughs> and there's mayhem, uh-huh. <laughs> basically." Uh-huh. And then somebody commented like, "Oh, okay, cool. I was just making sure that Instagram was down." Oh, I got a funny thing about that. Is so my wife Britt doesn't ever use Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And she obviously because IG just like everybody else did decided, "Oh, I'm gonna get on Twitter." Her ass wasn't even following me. Boy, I was in her ass all morning. Oh, man. Yeah. He's like, what you mean? You gonna follow me? You don't see my tweets? I was like, follow this. She was like, you probably ain't here talking shit about me. I said, oh, now I am. Shit. I was like, what the fuck? To all my new followers. I was just like, shit. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. I was like, ain't this a She's like, I don't even be on Twitter like that. I don't give a fuck. So, so was shooting at her when he was like, "To all you motherfuckers that are just jumping on, we been here, we been here, man." Since '09, because Waddy had actually, she was like, he was like, he was like, he was like, Jay Rose, how long you been on Twitter? Or when you know, when did you sign up to Twitter? You know, you can go and see. Yeah, and she was like, 2011. I said, Oh my god. I was like, I was like come on, man. I've been on this business. Oh, nine. What are we talking nine, about, yeah. man? I said, that's sad now that I thought about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, we old. I was like, God damn. Make sure but Twitter is the best. <laughs> make you over here checking and following. Do I follow? Nah, no. I have yeah, notifications. Yeah, you exactly. He likes all my shit when I be tweeting. I'm trying to support my man. You know? Shout out to all the hoes in here singing that. Uh, <laughs> to fucking my type. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like. A <laughs> uh, way I found out was my girl text me because you know she's like, she's not tech savvy. That's no diss to her. Um, <laughs> But she's like, I can't, I'm not getting to my DMs. I'm not, no, I can't respond. I can't log in. You know, she's got motherfuckers with blue check marks in her DMs. So she's concerned that she got hacked. And I'm thinking like, oh shit. I'm like, well, you got to figure that out. <laughs> get this money, girl. <laughs> and, and then I go to my IG and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm just stuck on like autopilot, but like, I was just like, oh yeah, it's just not refreshing all good like and i keep trying yeah, <laughs> for like a while did you restart your phone no uh, i didn't get that crazy now you know you know what's crazy this happened to me a few times i know twitter i know instagram's down and i'll still go back and open it like just out of habit i'm like no come on man i know it's down yeah like I don't even want to be on here, that's but just out of habit, I'm yeah, going on that's here. That's how addicted we all so, are. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, for real. Yeah, so real he said Instagram needs to unplug it, put it back in 30 seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> no, the memes were great. Oh, yeah, the memes great. were amazing. Yeah. No, it's it hard fun. to visualize everything. It was killing. It, and man. and what do you lose? Seven billion on that in that <laughs> moment of Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. I'm sure he lost a lot of money. I mean, because there's tons of Between paid advertisement the, and like. Yeah. Mod- yeah, all that stuff. Like, it's got to be a it was, crazy amount. It was down for what? Eight hours? Not even, right? Six hours. Yeah. It felt like an eternity. Niggas yeah. <laughs> was losing their shit, bro. I mean, for us, like, yeah, like, on the personal brand level, that's my largest following. I have a decent following on Twitter mm. um, that, like, I do get responses here and there if yeah. I say something kind of... Witty. A hot take or witty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when I showed up to the store, you know, everybody's kind of like, you know, your staff's kind of like looking at you like, what do we do? <laughs> just like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> we were uh, just sitting there and I'm just like, hmm. I was like, all right. Well, I was like, somebody said, does Mag Park even have a Twitter? I was like, we do. 
<laughs> and I think we have like a couple thousand followers on there. Oh shit! But they're like loyal, and I'm like, I'm just like, oh, I forgot we even have that many people following us. And so I just went on there like, hey guys, we're in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and like you get like 20 people liking it, and you're just like, oh, we got some people in here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, should we post some steals? 40 likes. And I'm like, oh, I was like, all right, yeah, we should try go. this. And then Instagram came back, but. Um, before we could like stay active on it, it's like but, a side bitch, you just like all right, sorry, yeah, right, my yeah, bitch, my bad, back. Yeah, she back, hey, get out the house, she back, get out. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a huge lesson learned for us. I mean, we have to, we can't be so codependent of uh, one platform. Mm-hmm. You know, when we look at our statistics, it's kind of nutty. But like with no paid advertisements, we still get ninety two percent of our traffic through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we see that on our statistics on our website. So it's kind of like, damn, like we need to shift, and so. Immediately last night, we had our manager's meeting and we already adjusted an entire different strategy moving forward to help kind of adjust the attention so that if something were to go down, then, you know, we would be prepared. And it's funny because the strategy that I proposed, maybe this helps somebody out there, but like is really just, you know how like you could post on, I know none of us really post on TikTok, but if you post on TikTok, you, you can download it. it. You could repost on your stories directly from TikTok. And you could also download it and throw it onto Reels on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a perfect mm-hmm. segue. So, our strategy is going to be <clears throat> to post on TikTok first, then share on stories, then post on Reels if it's worth posting on Reels. And the reason I bring that up is because to, that I find it funny is because everybody's talking about how Twitter reigns supreme against everybody. I get it. Because, like, I love Twitter. It's, like, real good content. Be careful. (laughs) You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Somebody say, like, you can get porn, (laughs) stock tips, fucking politics. One stop shot. One stop shot. Everything is allowed. And so so it's great. But nobody's talking about how TikToks just surpassed 1 billion active users. Mm. And just sitting there with, like, we're still here. (laughs) Like. Hello. Evil grin, like yeah. we we're not touched, yeah. And they're still running. I mean, well, they're, they're the guys that probably hacked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard that. I heard that rumor. Yeah, I mean, let's, yeah. Let's that it. that so that just made me think like, what's the plan of action if we don't have Instagram? Um, it you know, part of me kind of wanted to flex and be like, well, I got my relationship, so <laughs> you know, Where? to get booked, so you know, but um. But yeah, it's like, what's the course? Like, what are you going to do? Where are you going to post? How are you going to post if you don't have Instagram? Because we all claim that we hate Instagram and its algorithms. But we we know that posting the flyers gets bookings and this gets bookings. And this helps us connect with people. I hardly use Instagrams in a, in a, Instagram in a sense of posting on the feed because it's just whatever's going on for my shows. It's not a continuous post. And then we post the Mickey D stuff and I post it in the stories and the mixes. And then maybe I'll post a praying mantis or some shit in my house. But it's nothing like, <laughs> like, I don't use it like, this is my lifestyle. That's another thing. I was on Twitter before, shit be- off, before the crash. Here we go. <laughs> I was on Twitter before the crash and I'm looking at it. And of course, out of boredom or just stepping away from music, whatever, I'm on it. And I'm just like, I don't need to know this much about these people. Like, I don't need to know every moment, every emotional moment you're going through, mm. every little thing you're going through. If any, I think if anyone says, oh, this is inspiring me thing, they're just trying to get cozy up next to you. I don't think they really care, like, in regards of it inspiring them. I just, and this is an asshole take, 
But I just think they're just trying to get a little closer to who to you and, and what you got going on. But I'm scrolling like, I don't need to know this much about these people. Why do I continue to scroll up and look at this shit? Then I put it away. But um, TikTok, that has to be like the next thing. Yeah. And, and, I mean, it's I, I know it's the, the now thing. thing. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about regards to DJing, like Precise is killing it. Yeah, um, there's a few guys that have. I was gonna ask. I mean, I'm not on TikTok at all, and I was like, are there, are there DJs like really utilizing that to the fullest potential, like, like, and really making a difference? I mean, I th- for themselves, I think a very small amount, yeah. like very small percentage, it's like Twitch. When you think of like the <laughs> yeah, success yeah, yeah. rate, like mm. there's only a couple, but I mean, I also don't know what how that converts. Right? Yeah, like, I still feel like there's tons of guys on Instagram with many followers compared to what people have on TikTok. But, you know, it's, I don't know, it's hard to gauge because, like, it almost feels like every million followers you get on TikTok is worth 10,000 Instagram followers or something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, maybe oh. 100,000. But it's just, like, it's just not valued the same. But yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. because you have a much younger, younger demographic. Yeah, on TikTok. Or, yeah, yeah, that's not, like, pulling up to the club. They're yeah. just exactly. there to rem- remember old songs or... <laughs> Get put onto new shit, and it's, yeah. and it's so fast. Like, but the uh-uh. thing, the thing that I think can help with buyers, bookers, is all they care about are numbers. So if you start to build up your TikTok and you have the argument, I've got this many thousands of followers on TikTok, and mm-hmm. my videos are doing back. All they need are some numbers to sell and promote because they already know you're a good DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm speaking in general for everybody. You know, the bookers probably know you're you're good enough. They just need a selling point. Keyword enough. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, maybe it's your boy and he's a booker and he's trying to sell something to the guy handling the money, you know, the boss. Like, look, this is what he's got on TikTok. Like, this is what he's doing. He's killing it. All right, book him. Like, yes. Yeah. So, Listen, so yeah. I, I suggest y'all watch the 60 Minutes thing with this chick. I think her name's like Frances, Frances Hugh or something. <clears throat> And she's the Facebook whistleblower. So she, I saw like 10 yeah, minutes of it. She like stole these That's- documents from the company to like out them and all the information that they're withholding from the public yeah. and yeah. the traders. So... It's with the SEC, and that's how they're trying to go after them. That was the Facebook episode that and, came on the night before, right? Right. Yeah. That's what they were talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting Interesting. Yeah. interesting. Facebook, Instagram. By Government day. trying to get us, man. What it's else is get there? hit with some regulations. <laughs> Still going to fuck us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. Think of new platforms. Yeah. Spread yourself a little wider and uh, don't just be on, on Twitter. Way. You ain't got nothing to worry about if you're on Twitter. Twitter is starting to build up your TikTok. <laughs> but bookers are really going on Twitter. Yeah. Shit, they will. When IG goes down. No, you know, you know, you know what bookers are on Twitter? The DJ bookers. Yeah, true. Those are the ones on Twitter. And those are the ones that will that it seems like they might book you more on your personality on Twitter than your skills. Because you're so famous, quote unquote, famous on Twitter for your opinions, mm-hmm. you know. Then they can, oh, we had DJ so and so, the guy always talking shit on Twitter, you know, whatever. But, Joe's good for some Dodger tweets. Yeah, um, if you're it's, not talk- it's for playoffs. So I, I feel like if you're not talking shit on Twitter, why are you on Twitter? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're right. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you're right. Like, why are you on here? Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? And to I'd actually rather saying, I'd actually rather read that than you telling me some, about your life or that some is. inspirational quote <laughs> or some <laughs> shit. Like, oh, I don't hear about this. We shit. could cut this clip out, but 
she doesn't just say it. Do you think there's any tweets? I know for a fact I have this problem, but there might be some tweets back in the day. Oh, nigga. <laughs> that right there. <laughs> nigga. Yo, speaking of that, because going back to what I was saying earlier, when my <laughs> wife came on and she was like looking at her old tweets and she was like, oh my God, she found a, uh, she found an app. She was like, how can you both delete? So she went and deleted every fucking thing she said back in the day. So it made me, I was like, hmm, let me scroll back. And I, w- I went back and I was I'll, looking I at all never the a black guy. I was like, hold oh, nah, I wish she would. We would have had, had a whole fucking conversation. <laughs> we would have had a whole motherfucking conversation. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I went back and I was looking at my old tweets and I was like, Jesus, man. I was like, yeah. shit. Let him fly. Hilarious. I, yeah. I was like, nah, fuck that. Leave that yeah. shit there. I want people to dig up my old tweets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you felt I can't believe you felt It was a different time. You know how many people have been canceled for their shit? Hey, hey listen, exactly. that means you're doing something right. Oh yeah. We gotta we gotta we gotta understand people evolve. I'm yeah. so glad Absolutely. I'm coming. Absolutely. Um VTech had a had a funny tweet long time ago. She said, "Why do people say I got a special announcement? Just make the announcement when it's ready, because that's something that comes. Oh, I got a big thing coming up. You know, it's like, all right, hey, Larry cool. strikes again. <laughs> what would you want me to do? Like, Shit, we just did going. it when we started the show, right? <laughs> How can I defend us? I got to accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, right. take it to the chops." <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a reason why on Twitter when we scroll I don't necessarily want to see everybody's thoughts and opinions right I'm just there because whatever but when you listen to a podcast you're there for their thoughts uh, you are you are here for all of that so I you're gonna so. get that these people don't give a damn they just wanna laugh <laughs> <laughs> the jokes yeah. well That's you know there's, there's more jokes about. coming yeah you're right um, oh, man. yeah bro that's hilarious yeah, um, moving on to a little bit more serious stuff. Aoki, I guess, just released a book, and and is that what that interview was about? I think it was to help promote yeah, 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 the book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. part of that. Yeah, and we only saw. Well, I only saw a couple clips. Phenom put a couple in them. Uh, one was about it, the one clip of him breaking down. Like, it's kind of crazy to see that because he just to me he's a machine. He's a robot, and he just you know just goes out there and throws cakes. Um, and and you know when's the last time he threw one though? He still does. Every he still time. does. Every, every, every yeah, time, it's on the rider every show. He's got multiple cakes, and he he's like, I thought he they gotta be light because he launches those moms. Yeah. I thought he stopped doing that a while ago. Nah, nah I a, mean I guess because I haven't seen footage. No I haven't seen footage of him doing it recently. So I'm just like, oh, he he just took that out of the bag. Like right, I'm done throwing cakes at motherfuckers. Really welcome post cakes. <laughs> hold them together. Damn, he throwing he's still throwing cakes at motherfuckers. Yeah, and and the venue the venue's right. got to go get the cakes. Hey. They, they, they got to get a specifics um, measurement size. Big I don't know big. if a flavor matters, but I fucks with it. Man. He's like, my form is best on a twelve by sixteen. <laughs> you ever think he, you ever thought you ever think he throws an ice cream cake at somebody? Can you imagine getting oh, an ice cream uh, thrown on no. you? <laughs> you all sticky and no. shit. <laughs> that just reminded me of a party rock moment. It was Nate's oh, birthday, man. and Coco and they were saying happy birthday, Nate. Marquis brought out a cake, and it was like a fake cake. And Coco took his head and tried smashing it. Oh, in the shit. And he's just smashing in the styrofoam. <laughs> and Nate's like, hey, it's not styrofoam. Or he didn't He kept times. going over and over. But Nate's fighting him like, yo, leave me alone. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> oh right. man. Um, back to Aoki. Um, yeah. So, and the reason why he broke down, if you guys saw the interview, he just started breaking down, crying out of nowhere. And even before that, he's like, "I didn't know this was going to be a therapy session," but. He said, basically saying, give everything 100%. Like, you have one of those moments. Give it your all. Enjoy the moment. And I guess someone really close to him passed away a year ago. Someone that worked for him. And within working for, within this guy working for him, they it was, like, mostly work. It seems like, all this to me is just it seems like. Um, it seems like they didn't have the, um, they could have had a stronger connection, but they were always thinking about work. Because mm. this dude gets booked every weekend, it seems like. Um, so there's always something um, to be done. And and then I started, you know, listening to more of the interview. Um, they asked, he said he's done 30, the most shows he's done in a month is 32 shows um, and over 300 shows in a year. And I think this was early Aoki. And it made me think, it made me think, is this dude, well, cl- he clearly expressed that he's more or less, my words, addicted to the rush of, the crowd and the moment and like that's what makes him go that's what gets and he does all this sober he stopped drinking after am passed away um and that was like a reality check for him you say so, stop drinking he yeah, stopped he drinking, stopped drinking when, AM and when am passed away like 2011 i think he's so yeah. oh no now. no i'm sorry he Start stopped drinking no 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 let me let me redo all that he stopped drinking during shows uh, around 2011, the AM situation was a reality check, but he still has a casual drink, like he where when he wants to enjoy <clears throat> the beverage and yada yada. But he said he only did drugs once, he, like when he was 13 or 14. It was like an acid trip, so he's essentially doing his shows sober. Um, sure, but um, but yeah, it made me think like, and then he it gets into he's making sacrifices of spending time with family, like not spending time with family and not. <clears throat> Having a not having a family, and he's mm. you know saying if I have a girlfriend or a partner, she's got to understand what this is a unique special situation. She's yeah. got to roll with whatever I'm doing, and that's just how it's gonna have to be. Is he in a relationship? Do you guys know? He was in a long term relationship, but it sounded like he's single right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it sounds the like way he was right talking he was about talking a about hypothetical it, yeah. partner versus yeah. like an actual an actual yeah. partner that he's had for a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it. Well, just let me just get mm-hmm. to my point. It just makes me think, um, like, why do so many shows if you feel like you're missing out? Like, you got all. I know it's not clearly not about money, but he has all the money he needs at this point. It's like uh, there's got to be something else that because he sounds like he's missing something. Like, sounds like he's missing happy a little bit more of happiness because the shows make him happy. He says, but it sounds like he's missing something. At the sacrifice of doing all these shows and yeah. throwing cakes and traveling around and music and yada yada. I don't know. Maybe because he's just been doing it for such a long period of time that it's just that's the norm for him. And then trying to find that balance to either have a relationship or spending more time with family and stuff like that is probably the struggle for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I don't, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to lose that time with my family or whatnot too do shows as much as shows are pleasing and fulfilling for you know us as djs you get that rush exactly like it satisfies a rush one thousand percent but you know what i mean at the end of the day you gotta ask yourself is it worth it you know what i mean to give up that time with for with loved ones and shit like that but i mean we're just speaking hypothetically like if that is even the issue for him yeah you know what i'm saying um 
Yeah, I can't, I can't even imagine. I don't even know. I mean, I think every, everybody's version of success is different, right? Like, yeah. we all value things differently, and we value them at different times of our lives. And I could be mistaken here, but in one of those clips, you also mentioned uh, something along the lines of, like, like having a dad but not having a dad, mm-hmm. you know, because his father was so successful. And um, What's the chain? And, you know, maybe not being as involved with him. And, you know, of course, that comes with the stigma that he was funded by Benihana, like the, that mm-hmm. collection. And so, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe I'm talking out of line there, but like, maybe he saw that. And that's, I mean, you sometimes emulate what you've seen mm-hmm. yeah. in life, you know, or you try to emulate what you don't want to be. You know, you everybody plays a purpose, whether they're there or they're not. And um, I think it's one of those things where you just kind of, he's probably going through the motions and, you know, just like everything else, like people, most people, you know, might do drugs or drink to numb pain, right? Yeah. More than they are to celebrate something. And so in some ways, he may not do physical hard drugs, but, Shows might be the drug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's addicted to to that sensation. Mm-hmm. But is he just numbing the pain of everything else? Because as soon as he's done playing records, he's got to face his reality. Yeah. So he's just stuck there, maybe. And he's probably not the most socially comfortable him. person. I, I mean, he yeah. I mean, inside, but yeah. on the out, on the on the surface, what he's showing everybody else, right? Like, I mean, this man's fucking opening sports cards. Like yeah. on his free time, yeah. Given great yeah. business, not sh- not throwing shade at the sports car world. It's, it's a good com- good business, but at the same time, it's like he's just going and going and going, and he's not. You know, it just seems like he feels very sad or disconnected to the to the things that he might have value for, but he's not making time for it. You know. Well, oh, don't tell Brian recording, sir. Well, that's connected to the Bluetooth. <laughs> All right. So he might not <clears throat> he just might not value certain things or prioritize them. I think we all get there. Yeah. Like, you know, like I always have a hard time booking a, a health checkup, you know, or wanting to go to the dentist or whatever. It's, but that part of that, like, I'll make it there, but <laughs> I don't value it as much because my parents like didn't like yeah. show value for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like I I I've inherited some bad habits that I'm like I wouldn't do this if I had a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No shade to them, mm-hmm. but it's just you're evolving. Right? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure Brigham no has no, some organic beverages of some sort. Or it's, it's funny that he's healthy. That. He's a chip connoisseur, huh? No, but I mean I'm literally in the same <laughs> situation. Whereas I'm raising my son from across the country, just like my father did for me. Yeah, the exact same. That's crazy. Yeah. I hate that it's that way. I really yeah. wish it wasn't that way, but. Like you said, he kind of, you know, it's kind of like predestined. It's like it's it's in your DNA almost. You've seen it, you've observed it, so mm. it feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like the the strongest, I think, relationships and evolutions of generations come from breaking that. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in however you want it to be. It doesn't mean it has to be everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there, I'm by all means. There's great things that I've inherited from my family, but like being late. <laughs> my parents do not value being on time. <laughs> like, I've waited after basketball practice till it was dark as shit in Van Nuys 
And I'm just sitting there like, I know my dad's coming. I don't know when. Exactly. I'm going to go a little more into the school until he's here, right? Play Snake on my Nokia cell phone mm-hmm. until he gets here. But then when he gets there, it's like, all right, this is regular. Yeah. I get in the car. He hands me a Yoshinoya beef bowl. I'm eating on the way home. So I'm normalized to just grabbing food and eating it while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Because that's that that's a safe place for me. Yeah. And so again, trying to break from that. You know, it's it's that that you part. Don't, you don't get Yoshinoya anymore? No, I do all the time. <laughs> it's, really? it's, it's, you gotta break that. No, I, 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 no trust me, I, I it's not like I get it fucking every day. <laughs> I, I'm not on the rewards program. I haven't earned a free meal yet. <laughs> Relax. Do they have that rewards Yoshi? program? They do. <laughs> they have an app. Oh, I downloaded it <laughs> once. But at least you have the app. <laughs> but I had I had the app. I didn't. I never used the app. Yoshinoya is really good though. Like I'm sorry. Yo, Yoshinoya is really good. There's people, <laughs> and it's better in Japan. There's people. You said it's better in Japan. Yo, the Yoshinoya in Hong Kong does not serve beef bowls. They serve chicken. It's just weird. That's weird. Uh. Fucking weird. But anyway, yeah, Yoshinoya. But that's because also Arlita, Roscoe and Woodman. Right there, yep. Open late. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if I'm coming home late with my pops, he's doing, you know, a showing or a contract signing at whatever time. Because my parents never had a sense of this is not the time to work. Well, shit, guess what I'm doing in my life? Mm. I'm fucking up till two in the morning, fucking doing documents, paperwork, and whatever, because it's normal to me. Yeah. yeah. Versus my girl's like, are you, you know, are you going to come to bed? What's like, are you going to sit down and have dinner? Like, I'm I'm dinner at my computer and I'm going. Like, yeah. I'm good. I ate already. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, but it'll be like that. And it's because I've observed it my whole life. Yeah. But I'm, I'm by no means would I change some of those things, but it just feels normal to me. Well, as you get older, you you take what you take the things that worked out, you know, from your parents, and you let go of. You try. You, exactly. you try. You try. <laughs> yeah, you try. You try. But, but getting to when you have kids, you just try and pass on what worked and the good habits. Yeah. And, yeah. I would like to ha- like when I would see family dinners on TV. I'm like, oh, that looks fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's that like? Right. That like Facts. sitting down for dinner. Yeah. Like, what is that? You know, Thanksgiving. That's huh? it. I said Thanksgiving Bro, is only if time. That. Movies. I've never but seen even it. Thanksgiving, it's like, yeah, we eat at the same time, but we're not eating like at in the, the same, same rooms or whatever like that. Like I would, yeah. I we didn't do that until I moved out here to LA with my sister and we would sit at the same table and eat or whatever. <sighs> Before in New York, it'd be like, all right, the food is done. And everybody would just go yeah. their separate ways, like in their rooms or yeah, the, the TV. rooms, and wherever the TV was. Yeah, we yeah. watch football. I'll see my parents' family yeah. dining room. Yeah. You think we eat that? Yeah. <laughs> that's just for paperwork. Literally. For mail and paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be in the living room with the TV. Right. They'd be in the breakfast nook. Oh, it's all good. Um, but to, to wrap up this Aoki thing, in regards to the shows on the road, um, I went four months with LMFAO, just like a show a day. And no, sometimes um, two shows a day, one time three shows a day in three different countries. Um, and I think we had three days off, like scattered. Um, wasn't They were nowhere near each other. And it was the most painful, one of the most painful experiences in my life. Like there was some fun times, but it was when I think about that time, I think just exhausting my eyes burning from not sleeping um so i understand i don't condone it but i understand if guys get take 
a liking to drugs or to alleviate the pain or or drink more or do a little bit of this and that more because this shit eats you up and and you and then you become addicted to it you feel like you may panic if you're not getting shows and so you got to do more shows or you got to like continue to do what you're doing because you don't know what tomorrow holds and maybe i don't know maybe to some some entertainers like Aoki millions of dollars isn't enough you know they got to get millions more because if this shit ends tomorrow what are you going to do you know Shit, when um, the pandemic hit, I'm sure all these artists had no idea what the fuck they were going to do. They were like, God damn, am I, I ever going to get to do a show again? Yeah, and they're, they're thinking, wait, how much am I getting for streaming? Only right. 10%? What? A penny? A penny? So, yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's it's nothing. Like, I think uh, um, my, in conversations with DJs over the years, they want a lot of them want to be tour DJs. They want to be on the road and... Yeah, it's cool when stuff is scattered and and you get to enjoy where you're going and and I for I think from for the most part we did, but it's not fun when you're not having fun. Mm. It's not fun when it's only fun for the hour and a half of your set when people are going crazy and singing you your got songs. That adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, because you get that, but you're you don't have anything. You are like fucking dead lice up until that point, mm-hmm. and then it's boom, it, it kicks on. Then you have the after party. Then you're back to feeling like shit after that because you're just tired. And even a day off can't make you feel better. You're just so it, the pain is just so deep inside. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not what it's all cracked up to be for those DJs that want to tour. Um, especially if you got to do rough and rugged shit, you got to sleep in motel sixes and mm-hmm. and do Please. and do all that. Like it's not pretty. Sleeping on tour buses and shit. Tour buses are all right. You get your own bed. You let the you let the the you know the from Houston curtain. to whatever Atlanta Rocky to sleep that little <laughs> that little ride. You wake up in a new another city. That's fine. It's when you have to sleep on planes. That's what really really sucks mm. because it's it's you you even if you knock out for five hours to the next stop, it's not real sleep. You time traveling too. That shit. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. And then you got to deal with that when no you no sense of time. Yeah. So yeah, I I told myself when my time comes and music's popping off and I'm and I'm popping, like I'm spreading everything out. Mm-hmm. There's you know there's unless I feel like I'm capable of doing it in certain runs, I'm not gonna do ten shows yeah. a week and do yeah. the you know like like those old days and it, you know what Aoki does like until they started writing those checks, you could be like. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'll be there. That's when you say uh, 10k more, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. At this point, I love being in my bed. I love, you know, I love a comfortable bed. I love a night off. I love getting to a venue or to a city the night before and not having to wake up early. If I can master that and still make a shitload of money doing shows, that'll be ideal. That's the goal, right there. Yeah. Um, moving on, I had a, a fun. Pepas talk with Phenom and because uh, I told him why well, I, I mentioned Joe Budden had a Peppa segment and it was funny. I was watching that shit actually. And, and, it, and it, you know, like basically not that Joe Budden is like a gatekeeper or, or like, you know, the man on top, but he's killing it in his genre, in his world. And for Peppas to cross over and have that be a conversation to millions of uh, viewers that's quite a, uh, an achievement. The cultural ambassador. <laughs> yeah, he is a cultural ambassador. Thank you. Um, so I started talking with Phenom, and then he got into, um, he, started, he told me 
you got to uh, get into, um, well, he said, you got to, uh, well, I asked him about Guaracha music. And he said, there is a crazy history behind, Gua- are you familiar with the history of Guaracha? I think you're stereotyping me. <laughs> are you familiar with the history of Guaracha? <laughs> no, I feel like okay. you should have asked Ralph first. You're Dominican. You said, uh, I'm Dominican. Why do you I'm Dominican? <laughs> All right. So he said, it's, it's a really cool story. You got to hit up Vlats. I hit up Vlats. I said, yo, I need to know the history behind this. School is that me. his response? This is his response. But God. it is an entertaining response. Holy shit. So, no, so no, no. I'm not, I'm not, valid, I'm not validating the content. <laughs> no, I'm no, just no, saying, no. it looks like your ex-girlfriend <laughs> hit you up to say, oh, yeah. and I just respond, why you guys broke up. They, and I just respond, they, okay, they cool. The- <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. You said, okay, Hold up, thank you. the cameras look good. That's, oh, that's his Bruh. response. Oh, my God. That's the one that says click for more. Right. Yeah, right? The little shit. button at the bottom? <laughs> yeah. The little arrow? Oh, oh my shit. God. So this is Vlats. Respond. Vlats is a um, videographer for DJ City, a contributor. He's heavy in the Latin side of, of DJ City Latino. In Spanish or? English. In great English, too. Translator. Yeah. Punctuation. No, and no, I told Fino, I said, yo, I'm impressed with this English trans- translation. <laughs> not you for nothing. Google Translate? <laughs> he said, no, he went to an American college like, or he studied like American, you know, whatever. All right. So, <laughs> no disciplines. Just, just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm just trying to get this move. Yeah. All right. So, he said, so I said, school me in text. He said, um, oh, yeah, man, Guaracha or Zapateo or Aletio. Uh, it, it started as a music played on, in after parties in Colombia. It focused not on. It focused not on drinking, but on consuming a new drug they call 2CB, also known as Tusi. Um, it was very popular and only poor people started going to these parties and consuming it. That's why this genre is, is still a stigma in Colombia. People can be very classist there and in some areas like art and music, but that's another story. So when I was there in 2015, I was DJing at Bogota for about two to three years and people were always inviting uh, me to go see these secret, uh, to go to these secret and illegal after parties. I ended up going with uh, a nightclub owner, you needed to know someone or be a part of a circle to get in. So I finally saw what Guara, what, what Guaracha was about. During my sets, people were always asking if I was going to mix some Guaracha music. And I always refused because I felt the same way everyone else was feeling about it. Like it was ghetto music. But then on those secret parties, on those secret after parties, I saw people were partying from 2 a.m. to 8 a.m., I saw the potential. I remember I went home and started working on deconstructing the Guaracha beat. Um, he said he's a drummer, so the percussions made him curious. Um, I even made a bootleg of Mi Gente, J Balvin, Guaracha, ver- uh, Guaracha version back then. Um, again, 2015. There was one guy, Fumarato. Um, he was capitalizing all the movement, um, making mixes and putting them on YouTube, even putting his name on songs that weren't his. And he started to get attention. I remember he started playing in the biggest strip clubs in Bogota, charging a lot of money. So eventually drug dealers also started calling him to DJ for the parties. And there was a big opportunity for girls to DJ too. I would say there were more girls DJing Guaracha than men. So uh, Fumarato's uh, videos started gaining a lot of views. Even his SoundCloud tracks were doing really well until some guy called Victor Cardenas, who you guys have seen in some of these recent songs, um, released a song called Baila Conmigo. Now, I'm going to step away from this text. Baila Conmigo is known as da- Davy's song. D-A-Y-V-I. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Um, Victor didn't. Yeah, that song. Victor wasn't didn't receive. He he. I think he got credit on it, but you don't see his name um, in the title. But Victor is behind that song. So um, until some guy called Victor Cardenas released a song called Baile Conmigo that changed the genre and validated all the producers who were making Guaracha. Even Jennifer Lopez made a remix of that song. It was crazy. Jay Balvin shared it on his Instagram. It was played in Tomorrowland and Tiesto made a remix of it and played it at a Formula One race. After that, the genre has evolved so much from being super discriminated genre in Colombia to being played every week with another um, Victor Cardenas song, Pepas. It still is frowned upon in Colombia, but people like it here in the States a lot now. And I think it was, um, and I think that is wild. I don't know if that scene still exists in Colombia after the pandemic, but I'm happy to see young Colombian musers, uh, music producers making his hits. Phenom also told me record labels steered away from Guaracha because it was so heavy in the drug game. They didn't want to be mixed in with that and stuff. So is hip hop. Yeah, I'm like, what? So I don't know. Stupid. I don't know Colombian business. It seems like it's a lot more serious out there than maybe America. I I've could be narcos. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's just crazy how it's like this all started in Colombian after parties and drug dealers and secret parties and now it's like like I see Guaracha edits all the time on DJ City now and it's and it's fun like when I hear a hip hop song maybe because I'm conditioned I can connect it to like drug dealers right because that's just what pushed the bass basically to me when I hear bass not all bass but in hip hop it has a long connection with with drugs and the hip hop culture. I don't hear that when I hear these synths go off, you know, like, cause I don't know the Colombian culture, but it's just crazy. These 128 tempo songs are connected to drugs. Mm. So, drugs. so yeah. Why that's, do kids do drugs? Cause they're awesome. <laughs> cause they're awesome. And, um, and it made me, with Pepa's coming out, what we were going to talk about last week, or what I wanted to talk about, Anytime you have a hit, let's just take a, a big picture. You have a hit like Peppa's, Mi Gente, even American hits. Some, uh, um, you just have a flow of producers trying to do something like that. Remember Mi Gente came out and then Aoki put out um, Haleo. Mm-hmm. He put out a song with Nicky Jams that's basically like Mi Gente. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, Snake put out his hit, Turn Down For What, and then Everyone tries to follow the wave. Yeah, yeah. and it, it just it just made me think like, how many guys are gonna put out a hit or try and do something like Peppa's? You know, like Tiesto's gonna be on it, Aoki's gonna be on. It. Like they're all gonna try. And I think they know. I think they have to know this isn't gonna be as big or bigger than Peppa's, but it's something for the now. It's something to keep me relevant and something mm-hmm. to get me to the next Tomorrowland booking. Or not that they relying on that because Aoki and Tiesto will always be fine. But I think for a lot of guys, it's like, this is how we stay relevant. We latch on to these mi gente beats and, or these styles and just continue. And I'm not mad at the game. You got to do what you got to do, right? And then somewhere in there, you sprinkle something that's a little bit closer to what your sound is. Mm. Well, and really quickly, you have another record to mix into that record. Yeah. Or like put together, right? So everybody's just waiting for that next thing to keep keep that energy. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be Uber. You could be fucking Lyft, so... Yeah. Facts. And then if you're smart like Tiesto, you put out a record with Carol G and Selena. Oh, no, you remix the Selena Gomez track. But yeah, it all all connects in your sets, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, interesting stuff. Didn't Faruko put out another record that sounded like it, or so like that's a the thing. Follow up. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the new one. Sounds it's the same formula, mm-hmm. and you like you had to have seen that one come to. Ooh, that one worked. Let me try another one. But again, back to the Victor Cardenas song uh, guy. Him and I am Chino um, were really the masterminds behind Beppa's. Um, again, Farouk, uh, Victor didn't get um, what well, was behind Baile Conmigo, didn't get credit on the surface, but he had this idea, took it to Chino. Chino knows how to arrange songs. Um, this is what was told to me. So, and then they presented it to Faruko. You know, Faruko's got a hit for life, and now Victor's on the next. And now Victor's credited on this one. Nice. Um, you know, on this new, this newer version of Peppa's a 2.0. Um, but yeah, man. Very uh, interesting history behind genre and these songs. Indeed. The Latin um, scene is going crazy, man. Yeah, speaking of thieves. Uh, <laughs> Segway. Can, can we can we make a clip of this? Uh, with, with the video, the video has to be in there. Uh, maybe not yet. We can't show legally, you setting the illegal screen legally. Okay. Uh, I mean, by the time this airs, we probably could. I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about it and then we'll give a visual clip for our. We could do a reenactment. We could do it. Yo, do an animation. That's gonna be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Now, so last night, um, I was here at the shop, and we had um, on well, today is Tuesday. No, today's, today's Wednesday. Wednesday. So then Tuesday. So then Saturday and Sunday, we had a kid who was in here, and we um, caught him on camera uh, stealing some items. It was like something like 13 items across the two days we hadn't caught onto him until the second day so we got all the footage we had filed a police report on on saturday uh oh, i'm sorry on sunday night and then um in my head i'm like we didn't really question him on the way out um because we didn't have like real evidence you gotta have like proof you know yeah. people do stuff so we didn't really have proof when he walked out. And so he kind of just left. And then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, on Monday, I'm like, this guy might come back. Like, he might be dumb enough to come back. Because he got away with it. Because he got away with it. He thinks he got away with mm-hmm. it. And then surely enough, I'm like, handling a delivery. It's like the last 30 minutes of the night. And, <clears throat> and I get a phone call from my staff who's... At the front of the store, and I'm at the back of the store, so I'm thinking to myself, like, why is she calling me? Like, I'm right here. She could just come up. She should just come over here and talk to me. And then sent her to voicemail. Calls me again. Something wrong. And I so I send my employee that's helping with this delivery. I'm like, yo, can you check on, um, you know, can you check on her? And then he comes back. He's like, yo, the guy that that we caught stealing is here. And I'm like, okay. So I said, act like you don't know nothing. So I walk past the store, like from the back to the front of the store. I get a good look at both people. It's the same kid plus a partner. So I get a good look at the kid. I confirm it's him. I go outside and I get on the phone with Burbank PD. I'm on the phone with Burbank PD and they don't give a fuck unless it's an emergency. So they're like, can I put you on hold? I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, you know, I think I'm like, all right. And then they put me on hold for a minute 
And I just hang up and I call again. And then when I called again, the guy's like, do you have an emergency? I was like, yes. I'm like, I'm like the kid that I caught stealing, you know, whatever amount, call it $1,500, $2,000 worth of stuff. Like he, and which is a key, really key part of this because after 2K, it's grand, it's grand, it's grand theft. Yeah. Grand theft. And so um, I'm on the phone, I'm explaining everything. And then it felt like they weren't really like caring because yeah. Burbank PD doesn't play. Like they are there, they will show up wherever they need to show up in a heartbeat, right? Because they ain't got shit else to do. Right. <laughs> well, and it's not the biggest city. It's no. just not, yeah, it's not like huge. So um, I'm on the phone. The guy asked me, he's like, Do you see him stealing anything now? I'm like, I I'm like, I don't see anything really. And then I'm describing the two kid, you know, the two kids. And then I gotta describe myself, I gotta describe my staff, you know, so that if they pull yeah. up, they yeah. know who's who. They don't shoot the wrong person. Well, Hopefully no shooting. Or take exactly. Right. <laughs> so then so um so I'm explaining the whole situation and then I see the guy literally stuff a hoodie into his, his pants. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, he stole something. Right? Now he did. And then at that point it kind of felt like, okay, we're like, what's you know, like he's like, Okay, we're sending, what are you wearing? Da da da. We're getting to this and that. And then it still didn't feel like people were coming, and then I saw a cop car. Um, pull up on the opposite side and I'm thinking alright hopefully they're coming from this side there's a FedEx truck covering the alley so I know they're not coming this way and then I look and then the guy starts to kind of feel the pressure because my staff member she was like first of all not very subtle about like being like <laughs> you know like she had, the camera, she had the camera in his face yeah like he got you yeah she was not very subtle at all and i'm thinking to myself like stop like you know you, like i want them to just think that they can just do Get whatever it, yeah. and then um and then the guy i think just felt the pressure he had two other items that it looked like he wanted to get into his his uh trousers sure so he puts so he puts those two down and then he walks towards the front. Little does he know, I've been chilling in the front the whole time, just observing. And I'm literally like just waiting for him. So I meet him at the door. And I basically hold you guys saw in the video, but like I hold him at the door and I have the phone in my hand. I'm still talking to the dispatcher. And hypothetically, there's so many things that were going through my head, right? Yeah. First of all, I'll fuck you up. Because I got it in me. Because I got it in me. Because I got it in me. Here comes comes that combo. But but in my head, there's two major factors here. Number one was the legal route, which is if I fucking take this kid out, I'm going to get a lawsuit of some sort. That's number one. Number two is, I don't know if he's got a gun. Hmm. Melrose has been a little active lately. Yep. And our type of business is the most active. Yeah. I'm not going to punch a kid that hypothetically could take me out. And this fucking hoodie's not worth it for me. Nope. Yeah, true. So we all saw why I don't play football. Because he got right by me. Yeah. <laughs> After a, a tussle. A little swim I mean, move. The, 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 <laughs> we're, look, we're at the line of scrimmage. You, you had him. The quarterback's no, got I, I, you know, You did. You like, didn't get rid of But technically, the, the quarterback's got four seconds to yeah. get the ball out of his Tom fucking hands. He got four seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Listen. Listen. I didn't put the phone down. If I would have put the phone down, then you I would have went him. for the tackle. You would have had him. True. At the same time, in my head, again, I don't know the legal rights and this and that, which I found out later what they are. 
not going to give it up because that's my playbook now. But, <laughs> but so we had a little tussle at the at the door, and um, because of that tussle, he then now is is uh, able to be charged for uh, robbery mm. because he fought past me after I've I've tried to reclaim my. So my what if property. he just like. Calm down and just tried walking around you. So if he just walked out, here's the part I forgot to tell you guys. <laughs> this was the most polite thief I've ever met in my life. And I'm like, either he's polite or he just aged me because he goes, sir, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he goes, sir. And I'm like, you can't touch me. <laughs> he's like, sir. He's like, sir. You, you need to let me go. I said, I said, you need to, you need to take the fucking hoodie out your fucking pants. He goes, I don't have a hoodie, sir. Like, what's with the sirs, man? <laughs> just like, although I appreciate your politeness, I cannot allow you to go past me. <laughs> Real. Mike, Mike is cursing at his ass. And shit. We're, having conver- we're having conversations with commas and periods. Like, oh, so I'm just like, no. I'm like, bro, you need to put that shit down. And then he goes, why? And I go, because the fucking cops are here and you're going to get fucking taken, you dumb What you mean, idiot. why? Because you and didn't I, pay for it, you yeah, dumbass. It was an $1,100 sweatshirt. And so I'm like, I'm like, bro, you're about to get caught. He goes, he's like, no, no. And then he like swipes by me, which whatever. I was like, I had already seen the cop car on the side. Yeah. So I'm like, this, he, this dude's done. But then, you know, I gave him my six. Like little, he took off. I had a nice little start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in comfortable. Because when we saw the video, we noticed the dude was in slides. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, we gotta see what Mike got on his feet first, right?" Because then when I saw those, I said, "Oh, we got, we might have a problem because we all know Mike's athletic." So I'm like, "Shit." Yeah, no, but. You don't see how quickly the distance separated. That's why. It, that's it, why it only, it only look. It's not a frame. I, I look good at the line. They right. <laughs> came off strong off the line. Well, he's going deep. We we got it. Came good. We, we were good off the line. After the six steps, and he hit a right. Oh, I was like, oh, that distance is different. Yeah. I'm gonna let him go. <laughs> but then, so he instead of running down, I think he saw the cop car down the street. So then he cuts across the street and then into the into the small neighborhood and then I hadn't seen where he went after that because at that point a fucking cop car pulls up across the street mm-hmm. in front of the shop guys with the flashlight he's like what's up I'm like he's over there and then the other guy we have him literally locked in the store and so he takes off guy takes off they end up catching him and then you know surely enough thousand dollar crew neck um, we retrieve it and then because of that whole thing, we were able to charge him or we're going to charge him. And then the other guy, he was here and got arrested four months ago for the same thing. Jesus. And you, you couldn't recognize him because of the mask? Mask, hoodie. Yeah. Literally his fucking grimy ass champion slides were the the take. Like, oh, he came back and fucking wore the same okay. outfit three Why times. Why are these kids wearing slides when they have the potential of being on feet? Because they've already gotten, they feel like they've already gotten away with it, so they think they're like, oh, it's going to be, it's not going to be an issue. Right. They don't think they're going to have to make a run for it. I had a heart-to-heart. Worst heart. case, you, could, you know? No, if, never mind. 
Go I'm not gonna give the the how to steal. <laughs> Don't give the game away. Right? Yeah. yeah sick. Listen, Patreon. I don't know. We Look. we different. We different. Put it on Patreon. Come on, man. You get your money back. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> It's just yeah. called Patreon scam like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I don't kill, I steal. <laughs> I don't kill, I steal. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so, and then the other guy, we locked him in and I had a heart to heart with him and I just looked at him. I didn't know if he was Hispanic or I couldn't really tell his race. I thought, I think he was Hispanic and I'm just having, I'm talking to him I'm like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're not stealing from Foot Locker. You're not, I'm not condoning that, but like, that's a big corporate company. You never know. You're never going to meet the guy that you steal from. But like, I'm fucking right in front of you taking my money. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Do you need help? Are you living on the streets? What's your deal? Mm-hmm. His only response to me at the entire time was, I like to make money. I said, well, make your money the right fucking way. Nikki, y'all got a job application like, for you? <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not on that resume. <laughs> nah, but see that back to the social media thing. That's the right. problem. Because of what they see, what they influenced by. Like, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? How old were these kids? Do you know? Like, if you had to guess, early 20s. Early. So they were over 21, you would if think. That. Yeah. I thought he was younger from the other times I had seen him on video. Yeah. And then when I actually saw him, I, you could tell he's like, he's, I mean, you could just tell, you know, when someone's kind of like yeah, yeah, taking yeah. a beating from like being outside and like, yeah. Like their skin is just super dry. And just, gotcha, I'm just gotcha. like, damn, bro. Like, I'm like, this isn't the way. And then they got caught on film stealing from another store, which is also why I know them. Like, they got caught on, I should say, on video, captured on video, but they didn't get caught. Uh, so now yeah. this guy's been arrested twice for grand theft. Damn. And the other cat, I don't know if he's the same guy that he came with the first time, but he fits the description and probably is the same guy. Mm. What would it this is off the top, it probably sounds stupid, but what would it what would it be to you if every person that walked through that door, you told them to pull their mask down and you take a picture of them? That would be aggressive. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine walking on store party? Excuse me, that's okay. No, 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 no. no, no. You can't take no yeah. picture of me. No, no I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. I, I would just, you know, flip that on on how would you feel if you had to do that to go into a retail business? Yeah. I would probably be, I mean, depending on your level of Karen, like I'm a I'd minority. Like, I care. A level of Karen. Karen. Oh, Karen. I was like Karen. <laughs> no, Karen. <laughs> Not caring. Right. Karen. But like, you know, like you'd be like, nah, you know. And I hate. I mean, I hate to say this, but like, you know, like, are you going to ask everybody, or are you going to ask some people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that point, am I about to have that conversation with my staff? Yeah. No. Like, but at the same time, there's certain things that would come. As what I would consider common sense, but, but I have eight, nine years of experience in retail. So, like, okay. if a if a someone who's younger uh, might not smell well and is wearing a oversized hoodie and sweats in ninety three degree, degree weather, weather in the daytime, would be a red flag. Well, maybe yeah. he's losing weight. I would <laughs> I'd be the one at the count like damn my nigga you know how hot in that shit <laughs> I would definitely put his ass off yeah. <laughs> like yeah. shit but it was it was a, a you know I'm not gonna throw my staff in the bus but there's a lot of things that need that we as a company uh, learned mm-hmm. um, in regards to theft prevention 
um, that will be in place immediately. Um, but it's this has been a thing forever. Like, yeah. you know, I've I, had... <clears throat> let me stand at the door for you. Oh, I would love for you to stand. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll put the security guard jacket on. <laughs> Shout out to, to the Alex. The world, Craig. The world. <laughs> or maybe I shouldn't say Alex, his name, but like, he, he hit me. He was like, just have a gun. I said, can I draw it? He's like, hold on. Let me find out. <laughs> Let me find out. I said, Burbank is Texas. <laughs> it's so many <laughs> really, It's the wild, wild <laughs> west out this bitch, bro. I'm telling you, just so your I'm point like, about it's that. It's wild out here. here. It's, the it's Trumpies crazy. set up like three it's blocks away Trumpies. from me. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm telling you. I mean, he's he's giving me certain rest. And I said, bro, like I'm out here, you know, at nighttime and I get paid in cash and shit. I'm like, I'm not about to get caught up like that. And yeah. he was just like, hey, this is what you get. You should do this, 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 this. Yeah. I said, cool. Yeah, that's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. So, just a refresher on the rights that we have. Yeah, as yeah. Human beings. I like the. Um, I like that you guys locked the other guy in. I think that's a pretty uh, smooth move because once he can't do anything, you're stuck. You'd have to break through the door. Yeah, and you're not gonna break. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, they're not built to break shit. They're just built to. They just want to steal. He wasn't he as athletic as you. He tried yeah. to do it. Yeah. It just. That would be something oh He starts revving his <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> He said, if you try to run to the door, run through the door because yeah. it's glass. He's like, I can run through the glass. All right. But oh, then all of a sudden, not those, not those yeah. doors. We got a strong glass. That's yeah. a strong not glass. It. Yeah. Not going to make it. Oh, <laughs> man. We see. We, 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 I, I, supreme I, trash can. Try to, to you, throw man. it through. We need to do a reenactment, man. I'm a replay video of somebody throwing a brick and it just bouncing off like a basketball off the glass. Shit, we got replay. We got a replay of somebody's wife walking into a glass store. <laughs> oh, shit. oh yeah! Oh, yeah. oh man! Oh, the uh, anniversary's coming up. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, one year I, I is think, almost here." I think I asked Mike. I was like, "Yo, y'all gonna do a slideshow for their wedding? Because that definitely needs to go on." <laughs> <laughs> the montage. The montage. I forgot. That. Oh man! I forgot yeah, that. Man. But I'm glad you caught him. You know, you guys retrieved your items and shit like that, right? Would, yeah. Would you Would you post at some point? Would you post that video on the feed just to let? Robbers know, like, you know, we don't we don't nah, play here. It's it's, it's um, from other times that we've gotten caught up, and you guys can I don't know test to the streets, but like once people know they can get you, they're gonna come get you. Yeah. yeah. So like they'll try to like I mean yeah, given we caught them, but like would we have caught them if I wasn't there? Yeah. Mm. I don't know that. Mm. And my schedule, my weekly schedule, I usually go pick up my girl from work. She doesn't drive. Normally, I would have been picking her up at that time on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And I specifically, we had we came. I have a lot of new projects on my plate this month, so I specifically said, "Oh, I need to focus." I'm like, "I'm gonna focus on work." So let me take one day off the picking you up. So it was yesterday was the first day, mm-hmm. and if I wasn't there, I don't know if they would have got caught. Oh shit! What happens to um? To the uh, to the pieces that they try to steal, does it like lose value or anything like that in it or anything? No, they wear no. it. Just, huh? gotta it goes up in value. <laughs> you got to sanitize it. Yeah, that's what I was like. giving you a barcode, <laughs> you know. But that's about it. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. No, shit. Um, round. Did you have anything from your weekend weekends you wanted know, to man, share? My, my weekend was light, actually. Believe it or not. Anything? What crazy? did I do this weekend? You gotta check your assistant. I was in Atlanta and Houston yeah, as well. Oh yeah, Houston. what was yeah. going on out there? Well, I mean, I know you can't give details, but anything jump out? <clears throat> I mean, I just having business meetings. Yeah. Um, Atlanta was man. 
I'll say this. I, I don't, obviously, I don't know Atlanta very well, but like, I, I stayed in a different neighborhood than I did the first time. Decatur. It's a very different experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, those neighborhoods change quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hit the wrong corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, when I, when I went there the first time, I stayed downtown. And I'm thinking, like, oh, I'll stay at the Ritz Carlton. Like, that's just nice, you know, like, whatever, right? That shit is in, like, it's the first, it's like staying at the Luxor. For for a visual, oh, like it's shit. the first hotel Jesus. on the on strip, the <laughs> and then obviously off the off the strip it's fucking desert. Over here, off off the the, the main street is a really dark park. <laughs> like I was like, yo, I'm not walking that way, I'm walking this way. And downtown is like another downtown. Like it's just mm. different. And then this time I stayed in Midtown, and different. Mm-hmm. White people walking their dogs at like ten o'clock at night. I'm oh, like, this is a here. different neighborhood. Yeah, what the I'm fuck. Like, I would not see that on that side. How, how far are they apart from each other? Not that far. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might have been like five minute drive. Oh shit, ten minute drive. Jeez. You, must, you must have been by the mall, bro. No, because <laughs> I was looking. Because I was Lennox? looking. Huh? Yeah, Lennox mall. Oh, Lennox is or hot Fibs. right now. That's, that's where it's bad right now. Yeah, or Phipps, one of them. Well, yeah, everything out there is kind of getting a little rough, like in certain areas. But um, but I got to experience a bunch of different neighborhoods. Um, I have a really close relationship with Two Chains, so I went to his venues. Um, venues, and, yeah. He he owns multiple buildings. Actually, every business he has, he owns the land. Mm-hmm. So Smart. that's something people don't really understand. Yeah, and so McDonald's. Uh, yeah, very. He's very intelligent about his business. Uh, he's uh, partnered with this uh, successful. Uh, entrepreneur woman uh, Snoop uh, she runs a Dillard Hospitality Group and I think they have like something like nine restaurants wow. in in Atlanta um, Esco Seafood Esco Bar Restaurant they have that chain they have two locations that are the restaurant mm-hmm. one is the seafood restaurant and it's all got that like fun bar vibe it was funny because I told Sue Chan this reminds me of San Diego. He goes, man, he's like, bro, he's like, that's exactly what this mm. is, you know? Like, it's, but it's in this area called Edgewood, which is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. in the car, in the venue, <laughs> in the car, out the city. Lock like, the doors. Quick. Everybody <laughs> so, got straps. Yeah. <laughs> it's Atlanta. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, everybody's, but, but his staff, super hospitable. They took care of me. They, they knew I was out of place. So like, <laughs> they, they like, you know, walked me around and, um, it was cool. And so I, I got to check out most of his spots and, and, and great food, great spots. And yeah. So we're trying to trying to work on something. But, but yeah, that's why I was in Atlanta. And then I shout out to Houston, DJ Fawn, all the hospitality. Shout out to Fawn. Yeah. yeah. I was with Fawn last night, actually. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He's at, at Bootsy, right? Bootsy with him yeah. and Fino. So, yeah, he, he's in town now. Um, he and I are working on something potentially to, to do in Houston. Um, so we took a bunch of meetings and then he took me to uh, Kiss. Oh, we met. I saw uh, Playing Skills. They were in town. Really? Yeah. Linked up with them. They had an event that was sponsored by Buchanan's, of course. And mm. they, uh, they had, Skills was DJing. It was popping. Cool little yeah. like mini I festival. those guys. No. Yeah. No, it was great to see them. I haven't seen them in years. Yeah. It was really great to see them. They were surprised. So like, you know, we chopped it up. Um, and then uh, went to dinner to this place called Kiss. Yo, that shit is dope. It's like this upscale experience, but the playlist is like Sadiq. Like, mm. 
just full vibes and R&B and, and just a good experience, really high level menu. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's one of the properties by the Clay in Houston, group. right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. No. Oh, Mickey came to the dime. He came to check me out at the dime on Friday. I did go to the dime. Yeah, you did see that. That's right. Oh, I was outside. You come, did you go out yeah. with uh, your girlfriend? Yes. Yep. Me and Cecilia stopped by. We went to, oh, the Viola. And we got to meet our childhood hero. Alan Iverson. Oh, you met him? Yeah. At the Viola event. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the one Night Train was DJing? Yes. What was that event for? Uh, he launched a collaboration strain mm-hmm. with Viola. Uh, got it, got it, got the it. The strain, uh, f- they said, is the closest flavor to Dom P, which is the only the only way he would do it, apparently, because he likes Dom P. But, <laughs> okay. So that's what that's he's strain it. close to Dom P. Right. Okay. Okay. What, we can just tell? give you any strain, call it Dom right. P. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you tell Alan Iverson when you met man fan since day one? No, nah, it was a really quick interaction for us. It was kind of like just like, hey, this is you know, blah blah blah, and it wasn't like very personable. Mm. Um, but I, I'm, you know, one day I'll there'll be like have that conversation. More, Did you wear your Iversons? Absolutely. Yeah, See, answer. And what was he wearing? Ones. What was he wearing? His own shoes? No, no, I think he was wearing some designer designer shit. shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> His yeah, him and Al Harrington were were both pretty, and designered out. Al, Al Harrington is one of the owners of Viola. Right? He's the owner. Like, the owner. He's yeah. CEO and owner. Oh, okay. So there's like this whole. Yeah. I mean, there's it's an interesting thing which kind of brings up this other topic that I was going to ask you about. You know. As a uh, my local cannabis connoisseur uh, friend, <laughs> take it. Y'all see me? Y'all come to LA? Come talk to me. So, um, Al Harrington has had Viola for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's been in, head of the game for a long time. Um, and then there's this whole like, oh, Jay Z just hired the first black CEO in cannabis, <clears throat> like part right. And we're just like, you know, my friends. One of my close friends, Steph, uh, who is the VP over at uh, Viola, she does an amazing job, mm-hmm. and you know she's always trying to push to 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 have people educated that like they've been doing this forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so like so like Al's getting slighted by the media, right? If if he's not in the conversation of a black CEO running in cannabis, yeah, that's number one. Number two is, and this was what I was going to ask you about, Justin Bieber. Dropped a pre-roll collab with mm-hmm. a company I believe called Palms, which is like a more upscale experience as far as packaging and different things going on. And so, um, number one, do you care about smoking Justin Bieber's weed? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to I'll it. Try it. Yeah, I would try it. I'm not gonna say like what because he's a white boy from wherever that he don't have a good product. Like, I'm not gonna say that. I don't know what he does on soft time. He probably is a connoisseur himself mm, in true. the marijuana uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Like, he just doesn't. <laughs> what you call? It. I think it's dope because now marijuana, especially in LA, is starting to make a you know um, what am I looking for? It's starting to make a, it. It has a positive. Uh, approach or mm, a positive sure. look mm. and and you know yeah. for the masses as opposed to it always used to be like oh only people from the hood smoke mm-hmm. weed and it's such a you yeah. know it had a Get negative people, narrative yeah. narrative, exactly. narrative to it sure. but now that it's getting um oh, what you call it and this is just gonna cross over now I'm mm-hmm. like you know what, I mean? what Justin Bieber's got a pre-roll okay right so so what's interesting about that is that Steph brought awareness to is when they did posts with 
with Allen mm-hmm. for their event and their strain and their things going on, damn near every post has been deleted. Or really? or <laughs> the company that carries um Justin Bieber's uh strain mm-hmm. collab, uh they've their accounts been suspended or deleted because of their post regarding cannabis. On social media. On social media. Yeah, social media cancels. It, it's been closing everybody's, uh, huh. for the most, to my knowledge, anything that has to do with like any type of like right. cannabis, drugs, or drugs. anything like that, they shut Quote it down. Yeah. So how long does Justin Bieber's post live? I don't know. Uh, I mean, or does it get treated differently? It probably gets treated differently. You're saying it's still up now? I'm sure it is. I'm, I, I, I think it gets treated differently. But what was Justin Bieber's approach to it? Does he, does he, is he aware? That these other companies have their posts have been getting put down. Oh, and he I'm sure he's he's not aware of anything. Well, or his people who are what you call are they aware of that? And then their approach is like, listen, we have this business. It's whatever, 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 blah blah blah. We're going to post about it. We want to, you know what I mean? That's a good. Maybe question. we could work out a deal with you guys and some shit like that that you don't suspend our account for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't know how how they go about it. It's yeah. just something I observed. But I, I mean, Palms does come off as a. I mean, similar to Jay's brand, right? Monogram, like it's It's super upscale. Packaging is crazy. The experience is crazy. It's still the same weed probably, but it's just getting sold to you in a different manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I could imagine someone like Justin Bieber or Jay would be like, okay, if you're going to shut down my post, I'll just go to somewhere else and post it. You know that people are going to follow me over Mm -hmm. there. So it's... Post on Twitter. They're, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So IG would just be doing Jack's themselves. Are, Jack's got a good relationship. They would just Jay. be doing themselves a disservice if they weren't able, if they didn't work out and negotiate out a deal with them just to keep their posts up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm curious. I'm curious to see what Justin Bieber's with, uh, product it. would be. I'd be down to try it. Mm. Peaches. If, if it's trash. Oh, oh yeah. We're going to let you know. We're going to let you know. <laughs> it won't be trash. There's no, I don't think. Mm. Listen, I, let me, let me you, in my experience with the, a lot of these upscale uh, strands and, and products and, and whatnot, it's just the packaging, the, the presentation said, yeah. mm-hmm. is just what it is. Like the actual strand, you, it's not, that, it's much, not yeah. that much different or even better than some of the like local spots, quote unquote, the mom and pop spots that you can yeah. get mm-hmm. your products from out here in LA. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these places, they'll get, it's not manufactured on such a uh, larger scale. These mom, these small, smaller shops get their shit straight from the grower. Mm-hmm. They have a personal relationships with their growers. You know what I mean? And they know where their product's coming from. They know how the product is being treated. Like, these upscale products would be like, oh, our stuff is vegan or mm-hmm. it's organic. No pesticides. No pesticides yeah. and shit. Like, okay. How yeah. do you know that? Vegan weed? <laughs> would I smoke vegan weed? No, is there vegan, there's oh. vegan weed? Yeah, I think there is. Yeah, right. well, well, at, at least, least edibles, for yeah, sure. Yeah, edibles, <laughs> I should say, yeah. But what are they using that's not vegan? Organic, I think is what... Oh well, usually like butter, you know. Oh, they dairy. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so they, they use dairy in, in weed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like no, for edibles. You, for edibles. Oh, for edibles. Oh, edibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I understand that, mm-hmm. but well, I mean, I don't know. You, if you're li- as a listener, you can go check out group chat podcast. They had uh, one of the representatives of Palms on there explaining everything, but they're just talking about how it has a high higher THC level mm. because it was grown indoors and it was. Uh, done a okay. certain way. That's what I like to hear. And so it's supposed to be an elevated and experienced. Nice. Uh, do you say? What, do you remember what percentage TAC? Not at all. But they did three different strains: uh, sativa, nica, and then and hybrid. hybrid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We gonna see. We gonna see. <laughs> Speaking of, group I mean, chat. it's a pre-roll, so I can light it up. So, <laughs> hey, 
Let's go. Still ain't um, gonna buy it. <laughs> speaking of group chat, did you see D was here? When? Right now? He was getting his haircut when you walked in. Oh, that's who was listening. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I converted him. He actually comes to the valley now. Yeah, I was like, he, he got here early and and I said, oh, I don't think Mickey's here. He's like, oh, I'm not here for Mickey. I'm here to get my haircut. I was like, oh, you're here for the other guy. All right. <laughs> for the other guy. <laughs> here every week. You still don't know this nigga's name. No, Grady, shout out to Grady. He, uh, he um, did a good busy. job um, yeah, he on my here, hair last so couple weeks. He ago. here before Mike and after Mike. Boy, that yeah. boy is working. Yeah. Um, few more things. Um, I'm going to be at Church Bar in a few weeks in El Paso. Shout out to Jason Craig. Yes, sir. The man behind the uh, flyers, Mickey D's uh, flyers. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a, a good friend of the show. So I just want to make sure. To let people know about that. Um, you got anything coming up in a couple weeks? Maybe not this weekend, but the weekend after. I don't know. I can't. I have a bad memory. I would have to look mm-hmm. at Mickey you know, DJing anywhere. Definitely not. Sean DJing anywhere. Mm-mm. When do you get back to DJing? What you mean? Where are you DJing? Mm. What you mean? Where that's, are you DJing? Hey, man, I mean, that's we, that's a straightforward question. Keep asking you what you mean. Like, uh, it's like you asked him when he's vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's a personal decision. Actually, it's, like he's a, it's like he's in front of Congress. Yeah, I just got mine. I'm sorry, Did can you, you elaborate yeah. on that question? <laughs> that's a personal question. When are you going to DJ again? Hey man, when you let me open for you, nigga. Ooh, talk to you him. know I don't DJ in LA. Hey. Mm. Let's, hey, tell, no, you DJ in LA this week? Oh no, Riverside, huh? Riverside, yeah. 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 Tell him I'll fly my That ain't LA. Yeah, That's not that LA. Greater. Uh, greater <laughs> he had to go out of state. <laughs> he had to go in different, <laughs> it different is county. In another, it is in another world. <laughs> what date is that? Friday. This Friday? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna have a brunch with your brother. I was gonna say, I, used, I, I think I'm due to go see him on Sunday. Yeah. We go play every other tennis every other Sunday. Yeah. Right. Um, and and shout out to Zach Salmon. He uh, is pregnant. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, congrats. I saw yeah. that. That's big. And and he announced it right before Instagram shut down. <laughs> That's why I shut down. No I mean, Zach shut down. <laughs> yeah, he he shut it down. Shit. I mean, it's not, it's like it's not like you were promoting a club or anything. So it's like if you saw it, you saw it. Um. And anything else? Uh, we had globalization. We had Rhino and um, Party with Jay. Party with Jay. Yeah, both sets were dope. Shout out to those guys. And this week we have um, or we got Tony Clark and myself. Tony, Tony Clark from uh, Boston. Yep. Big night. Big night. Um, and I think that is it for us. Yes. Episode 99 in the books. Peace. See ya, 100. Peace.